What's up? My name is Josh and I'm your push coach. Thank you so much for joining me in season two where I'm going to be joined by an all new co-host and we'll even have video versions with tons of behind the scenes and bloopers. You can check that part of the show out over on YouTube or IGTV. A little about me, after making only two sales in my entire first year of business, I've gone on to create a multi-million dollar coaching business helping people just like you to find confidence, clarity, and become leaders that change the world. I've personally helped five different people in two different companies to go top 10 and have trained over 40,000 in my online training groups. On this show, you'll get tools and resources that are gonna help you to get over your excuses and start recruiting your dream team so that you can go get on your stage. Also, as a free gift, I would love to give you a copy of my best-selling book, F Leadership, totally free. Just go over to joshcoats.com and I'll even throw in $100 in free instant downloads so you can start leading your team to success today. Thanks for joining me. Let's dive in. Hey, what's up, everybody? How are you doing today? I'm so excited to hang out with you guys. Um, if you follow me on social media, probably know that I was down for a couple of weeks with the vid was no fun. Josh Coates push coach was more like Josh Coates um, survive coach. <laughs> it was it was crazy. Uh, I was like, is this what it's like to be a normal human that doesn't have my level of energy? I don't like it. So my energy is back. I'm feeling so amazing. I've been back in the gym all week long as I'm recording this. It's Friday and Monday was my first day back in the gym, which has just been so awesome to be back to normal. Um, feels amazing for anyone out there that's been sick, not feeling good. So I, I know it's been like spreading like crazy. I feel like every single person that I've talked to, either they've been down or their kids have been down or spouse has been down or something. So for everyone out there, hope that you are feeling better. Hope that you are recovering if you're someone who went through it like I did. Um, so this is actually the first chance I've had to get on since I came home from Austin, um, where we had our life coach graduation, which was so freaking rad. So many of you know, I launched a life coach certification in 2021. Um, and it was so amazing. I think we had about 34 people go through it. And I believe that 32 of them graduated. There was a couple that had to put it on the back burner because of other stuff coming up, but I believe 32 of them graduated. And we had, I think 18 of them come down to Austin for an in-person graduation. That was just amazing. Uh, myself and Mark, who co-runs the program with me, co-created the program with me, actually. Um, we did, you know, two days worth of workshops. We went out on the town together, hit up a brewery together, listened to some live music together. Um, some of them went on a, a big bike ride while they were there. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was just so amazing. So 2021 is over. 2022, obviously, I mean, my God, as, as you're listening to this, it's now February, <laughs> which is just insane. February of 2022. Um, and I am about to kick off a brand new season of the podcast. So I've got a couple little mini episodes that I'm going to be putting out um, probably this week and next week, or 
depending on timing, the uh, the new season might be out next week. I'm not exactly sure how these are going to uh, end up getting dropped, but we have a new season coming. And in the new season, we're going to change things up just a little bit because I am going to be all in in 2022 on teaching you how to market and sell. Because if you don't know how to market and sell, like, what are you even doing? And, and, and here's, here's what's been a really, really, really cool process for me. As I launched my life coach certification, um, then had people who wanted to learn how to market, which we taught quite a bit of that inside the program, but then there's still the, okay, now I have to go actually create this stuff. And one of the things that I teach my life coaches is to create more of like a mastermind group because it's, it's just a whole lot easier to scale um, with a lot of them either working full-time jobs or this is like their second business. Most of them do not have 30 hours a week to do one-on-one calls. So the mastermind group is a way more scalable thing. But in doing that, you've got to name your group. You've got to come up with the content to teach in your group. You've got to come up with how am I going to explain this group to others? And what was really cool is it kind of took me on this journey of really, really, really having to go back to like the roots of at this point, eight years in um, when I launch programs and when I do stuff, it's just second nature to me. And, And I don't even think I realized that it was a skill that I had until I started helping other people do this. And then I realized, you know, there really is a lot that goes into um, how you name things, how you position things, how you word things. One of the biggest things that I've seen is that people just really, really struggle with listening to their customers. Um, so many people, the second we have something we're really excited about, something we really love and something that's changed our life, the biggest mistake we make is we take our verbiage and the things we say about it and we try to take that to the world and try to get them excited about it. And and the biggest problem with that is we're on the other side of growth, okay? So when you have a program, a product, an offer, like whatever it is, I've always said that it's like you're standing on one mountain your potential or ideal customer is standing on another mountain. And your job is to essentially build a bridge from the mountain they're standing on to the mountain you're on. So there's there's like a valley that's separating where they're at from, from where you want to help them get to it and, and really where they want to be. But here's the problem. The mountain that they're currently on they're already very familiar with, they're very comfortable with, they know how to navigate it, um, they, they, they know exactly how it works, okay? Now, on one hand, it is our natural human um, nature to think and assume that the grass is greener on the other side. However, when there is a valley in between the mountain they're at and where they really want to be, what happens is, is, is there's a perceived danger, okay? And if we're going to get people, I like to say it like this. It's like when we first start, like let's say you first started your business or first launch a new program or kind of like a transition or like whatever that is, it's like you have a rope bridge connecting their mountain to your mountain. And you're basically asking them to 
walk across a rope bridge in like the old Disney movies where like half of the uh, like half of the steps are like missing and it's like falling apart. You're basically asking them to step onto something like that to follow you to the other mountain. Now, if that's the case, it doesn't matter if you have $20 million on your mountain. If they're if they feel like they're literally risking their life to get that, however many million dollars, they're not going to do it. Okay, so it's our job with our positioning, with our verbiage, with our post, with our messaging. It's our job with everything we do to actually secure this bridge um, with foundation and security so that instead of it looking like a rope bridge, we actually end up building more of just like a paved sidewalk that they get to walk down. Okay, and unfortunately, What most people think sales and marketing is doing is standing on top of your mountain and yelling to everyone else, hey, everyone, it's better over here. There's more money over here. It's happier over here. Um, 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 It's better. And and, and, and it's just awesome. And and it's exciting. and, And we throw out all these ridiculous words. They don't really mean anything. Have you ever have you ever have you ever listened to somebody? One of my favorite things is to listen to people try to explain why their program is amazing. And and it cracks me up the way people can talk for 20 minutes and say nothing. Um, And and, and to give you, I'm going to give you kind of a weird example. A lot of you know that I come from a super religious background and I use that as examples for things sometimes. Just a reminder, I am not anti religion. I just grew up in a real weird church where we did some real weird and goofy stuff. Okay. But here's one of the things that still cracks me up to this day. I'm still connected to some of the people from that world. I mean, I grew up in it my whole life. So I have friends and family still in that specific world. And sometimes I'll listen to them talk. And for like 10 minutes, they will say nothing. And yet somehow feel like it was exciting and meaningful. Let me give you, I'm, I'm going to give you an example. Okay. We would go to church every Sunday morning and, and, and this is how we kind of like greeted people at the church I went to. Hey, how are you doing? And if, if someone asked you how you were doing, you were supposed to say something like, oh, I am blessed and highly favored. Oh, amen. Praise the Lord. Glory be to God. What the hell did any of that mean? <laughs> it's like, nobody even knows. Like, it's like we have these phrases, okay, that kind of become popular. And we take these phrases and we kind of like store them in our brain because this is kind of like our caveman DNA is to create kind of like a, a, a culture or a, a language or a lingo, which can be really good for the sake of community. Okay. But it's terrible for the sake of trying to sell that community to others. It's like you are walking up to people and speaking a foreign language and expecting them to then give you money. Okay. So one of the things, the tricks, I don't like the word tricks. That's probably not the best word to say it, but whatever. One of the tricks of sales and marketing is unlearning the bullshit terms and phrases that your culture has learned to adapt and knowing how to 
basically live inside this culture. So, you know, for instance, for me, like I live inside the personal growth culture. I live inside the marketing culture. Okay. So sometimes if I'm not careful, I accidentally use a bunch of terms and phrases that other people don't understand. If we're talking about CTAs, right? That's a call to action. Some of a lot of you know that because let's be real on this podcast, you're a part of my culture too, right? We're, we're all in this cult together. Um, <laughs> there's things like, um, CTA, which is a call to action. There's things like ROI, which is return on investment. Um, there are things like, well, let's get down to like some Facebook ad talk. There is like um, cost per lead. So like CPL, there is like cost per conversion. There, there, there's all these different like little lingos, right? But I want you to imagine for a second, if I went outside of the online marketing world where no one's using Facebook ads, okay? And I'm talking to a guy who has a brick and mortar business, okay? He knows nothing about social media, nothing about ads, okay? And I'm trying to convince him that he should be using ads. And I want you to imagine that I walk up to him and I'm like, so here's what you should be doing. You should definitely create a free lead magnet, set it up, um, within a funnel with a double opt-in that has a three-part checkout with a, you know an order bump and an upsell and then an automated email sequence to, um, to basically build the relationship on the other end. He would look at me and be like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> and he should look at me and say that because that was the most ridiculous thing to say to someone who has never used internet marketing before. Here's what I should say. I should say something like this. You know how a lot of people, maybe maybe even some of your business friends, you know how they um, pay a shit ton of money for a billboard? He's like, yep. And I'm like, have you ever thought about how silly it is to pay a shit ton of money for a big, huge sign on a highway that you have no idea, number one, who even sees it, number two, of the people who see it, how many people read it, number three, of the people who read it, how many of them are your actual ideal client? Now, you're spending X amount of dollars, whether the right people see it or not. You're spending X amount of dollars, whether anybody ends up calling the number or not, which by the way, nobody calls fucking numbers anymore. So I don't know how that's working for you. And what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to take something he's familiar with, which would be a billboard, right? I'm going to talk to him about why billboards are a big waste of money. And then I'm going to say, I want you to imagine, okay, if there was a way that that billboard could only be shown to the people that you really wanted to see it. Like we could pick out what gender they are, what age they are, where, you know, where they actually live. We could pick out other interests that they have, where they eat their food, what kind of brands they shop for, what kind of pages. In other words, we could literally take our perfect customer avatar and we could show the billboard only to those people, and we only get charged when those people actually take action by clicking on it. And oh, by the way, a billboard that people can click on while they're scrolling on social media when they actually have the ability to click 
versus a billboard that has a phone number that there's no way you can even read in the time that you drive by. What would you think about that? And I can guarantee you with that explanation, every business owner on the planet would be like, that sounds amazing. If you could do that, yep, I'd be in. And I'd say, okay, well, that's what social media ads are. Social media ads, now I can start talking my lingo because now I have his emotional buy-in and now he understands the process I'm trying to walk in. So then I can say, here's what we do. We create what is called a lead magnet, but really it's just a free sample of valuable content, kind of like a pamphlet. Have you ever given out a pamphlet to people? Okay, what we're going to do is we're going to create an online pamphlet that teaches something to make sure that the right people end up clicking on it. And then when they click on it, Facebook is going to track them to the page that we're going to, and we're going to then collect their email address so that we can retarget them an infinite amount of times over and over and over via emails and via ads. Okay. So we can literally show up in their Facebook feed and in their Instagram feed anytime we want now that we have their email address. Okay. And then what we're going to do is while we're there, we, we got their information, but we might as well go ahead and see if we can make 20 or $30. We're going to offer them something really, really simple that you have created before that they can just go ahead and grab. And all that's going to do is it's kind of like the billboard paying you back the money that you invested in it. So when we have some type of an offer on our little free gift page, what it does is it makes us some money right away off these customers, which offsets our advertising dollars. Can you imagine if I could find a way to make it to where you make all of your advertising dollars back before you ever get charged for it? You're, you're advertising for free. And then on top of that, we're going to have an automated email sequence, which means for five days, they're going to get a personalized email from you that you wrote in advance that's going to um, build a relationship with them and try to turn them into customers. What do you think about that? Now, see, see how by using something they understood, like the billboard, I was able to take a rope bridge and make it feel like a concrete pathway that they could just walk across. This is what sales and marketing is. Sales and marketing is learning how to speak the language of your customer. In other words, like really, honestly, one of the greatest communicators who ever lived was Jesus. And the reason for that is because he spoke in parables. All of the other religious leaders of his day and age were, were, were speaking over the top of people's heads and almost on purpose. It, it was almost like they wanted to prove that they were smarter than everyone else. And Jesus realized if the goal is to help them learn, I don't need to be smarter than them. I need to be as dumb as them, okay? Like, and that, that sounds bad. I don't actually mean it that way. But when it comes to sales and marketing, don't try to be smarter than your customer. Try to be as dumb as your customer. And what I mean by that is they haven't done two or three years of training like you have around, let's say you're a health and fitness coach. They haven't studied health and fitness for the last two or three years. So they don't know any of your terminology. Okay. Now I'm not saying that they're dumb people, but on this topic, they're kind of dumb, right? So we got to speak dumb to them. We have to dumb things down and speak their language. Okay, so that 
is what I'm going to be diving into in season three that we're going to be kicking off in the next couple of weeks. We're going to be launching um, with at least four different episodes, and uh, we're going to still do some interviews. We're still going to do some um, coaching sessions, but those coaching sessions are really going to be focused around sales and marketing. I'm going to be bringing people on that have questions about how do I position my offer? What kind of verbiage should I be using to get people's attention? How can I promote my offers? I, if, if you will stick around with me in 2022, I am going to make you a master marketer. And here's what's really cool about this. If you already love people and care about people, I'm going to help you to finally make that connection with them that causes them to trust you and want to work with you. So if you're interested in that, stick around. Um, P.S., my brand new book is coming out. I believe Valentine's Day um, is going to come out. So um, if you're listening to this and it's after Valentine's Day in 2022, my new book should be out. It's called The Best Version of You, How to Coach Yourself and Others to the Next Level of Success. You can grab that on Amazon. You can also go to joshcoats.com and you can go ahead, whether it's Valentine's Day or not, you can actually go ahead and pre-order your paperback copy. The paperback copies aren't gonna be ready for a few months, but you can go and pre-order that and everyone who pre-orders is gonna get a signed copy. So I'm so excited about that. I appreciate you guys. Man, we've been, you've been, some of you have been hanging with me on this podcast for the last, I think, I think like three years is how long I've been doing this podcast. I appreciate you so much. I have so much more amazing content coming your way. So stick around. I love you. I believe in you. Have an amazing day. And I will talk to you soon, friend. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Let me encourage you to remember that leadership is all about duplication. So make sure you share this episode with your team and friends. Also, make sure you tag me over on your stories wherever you're listening to the show, and I'll share some of my very favorites to my stories. And I'm going to give away a $50 Amazon card every single week to my very favorite one. Thanks again for listening. Remember, you are worthy of everything you want. You are capable of everything you want. You have infinite creativity and wisdom and life and love living on the inside of you. So go be a light today. Shine, get what you want, and help others to do the same.